0: All right. Jeff made the blondies that he did a review on the last show of ours. Last night after dinner it's like dessert, although we both had like a taste of it before dinner because let's be honest, that's how we roll.
1: Life is unpredictable. Eat dessert first.
0: And they were so good. I will say they were like better hot because I took them to work today. Everyone at work loved them, but the um, caramel was like a little hard today. So I think definitely heat them up.
1: I never made caramel before like from scratch. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time. And do you know, you start making caramel by just putting sugar in a pan and heating it up and it turns into a liquid. Did you know that
0: crazy? Well, I did. After you made this, I hadn't really thought about it before, but yeah. Anyways, recommend, recommend, recommend. It was really good. If you have a sweet tooth, like me and Chef Dollar,
1: We'll put the recipe in our show notes. It's from smittenkitchen.com, and they're the salted caramel pretzel blondies. Uh, And I did the dramatic reading of the recipe on yesterday's episode. Uh, We're going to stick with the food on today's episode and the sweet food particularly because the annual ranking of the best and worst Halloween candies has come out. I've got an issue with one thing on the list, and then I want to run down your favorites, Callie, and see if they're on the good or the bad list.
0: So that's what we'll be doing today on the 65th episode of The Upside. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for weekends.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for pajama pants.
1: I want to uh, just give everybody a heads up that even though the supermarkets and the drugstores are filled with Halloween candy. Did you cam-
0: say supermarkets? Like, are Gro- you my grandmother?
1: Grocery stores? I don't grocery know. What's-
0: stores. What's supermarkets, the difference? Like, I don't know. My grandmother used to say supermarket and also the Price Club. Do you know what the Price Club
1: is? I don't know what the Price Club like is. Like Costco.
0: Like the Price um, Club.
1: The, uh, I, th- I think supermarket and grocery store are a northern southern thing. Because I never called it a grocery store really? growing up. Yep. We would always go to the supermarket. Mm. Uh, and the Target and the Walmart and the everywhere are filled to the brim with Halloween candy. But you still got three weeks. Like, yeah,
0: which is trouble. Jeff bought it like the first day it came out. And then I don't know if this happens in your house, but usually we try not to buy it so early because then you wind up having to buy more because guess who eats it all? We do. All
1: right. There's a, a list that comes out every year of the best and worst Halloween candies. Um, it's from a, like a, um, a a website that sells candy uh-huh. and they rank the top 10 best and the top 10 worst. So first, some Halloween, Halloween music to get us in the mood. Are you spooky yet? Do you feel spooky?
0: I, I don't feel. Oh, now I do. All right, perfect. There you go. Okay.
1: It's gotta have. It's gotta build up.
0: I feel like we're gonna scare some children with this. Sorry if you're writing to school right
1: now. No child is scared. We're talking about candy. All right, uh, Callie, what are your favorite three Halloween treats?
0: Kit Kats are number one. Okay. For sure. All right. Milky Way. Yep. And Reese's.
1: Okay. uh, Kit Kat, number four on the 10 best list. Milky Way, not on the best or worst list. And Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Number one. Number one. Of course it
0: is. Everyone loves Reese's. That is my dad's like, I don't know why my parents even buy candy before the day before, because they, (laughs) <laughs> they put it in this giant bowl. They never get trick-or-treaters, and my dad eats all of the Reese's out.
1: Uh, the, um, I'll do the worst ones first, because that's where I have issues, okay? Because there's a lot of bad candy out there.
0: I know what's going to be on this list that's going to make me insane, because I love one of the worst-rated candies every year.
1: Okay, number 10 of the worst, bit oh honey
0: Never uh, had one. Never care to have one.
1: I've had it and it's fine. It's just a challenge to eat because it gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. It's too much work for a little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. So I agree with a bit of honey. Good and plenty.
2: I never don't know. Never one. Is
1: that like a Mike's and Ike's type thing? I've never had a good and plenty. Licorice. Uh, black licorice. Agree. The red licorice, like Twizzlers. Disagree.
0: I like Twizzlers, but I... I wouldn't, yeah, no on the black licorice. And I definitely wouldn't put it in like the worst.
1: Uh, Smarties.
0: I love Smarties.
1: Tootsie Rolls. Totally agree. I really like Tootsie Rolls. Oh gosh,
0: what? I mean, I wouldn't ever buy them. I would not ever buy them myself, but um, they have them in a big bowl at my nail salon for whatever reason. And I always find myself eating
1: them. Tootsie Rolls? Really?
0: Tootsie Rolls are like chocolate toffee.
1: I can't stand tutti rolls. I do not see the appeal. Taffy, not
0: toffee. Taffy.
1: Uh, Necco wafers.
0: That I've never understood.
1: Um, I used to. The appeal. I mean, I used to really like Necco wafers. Now I think I'm indifferent. They're just little tiny discs of sugar, right?
0: It's like Smarties, like less good Smarties.
1: And I feel like a year or two ago, Necco wafers went away. Like the company went out of business. It's true but then it came back. Let's, yes. Okay. Uh, wax Coke bottles never got the appeal of those. No, me neither. Uh, peanut butter kisses.
0: Oh yes. You know, the, um, things that look like toffee and they're in like the orange and black, like wrapping, like it's like a ball. Like a Hershey kiss. No, no. like it's, they look like no logo, no name candies. Like someone at work said that's like the old people.
1: Okay. Candy. No, that's, you're thinking of a Werther.
0: No, I'm not. It's, it's like a, um, imagine like a, a peppermint twisty thing with a thing on the end, like a peppermint. Yeah. Not a peppermint patty, peppermint. Okay. But that, but in dark brown and orange with no logo.
1: Okay. You know what
0: they are. And that's what, like in dark paper. And I didn't even know what those were to be
1: told. And those are peanut butter kisses? Apparently. Uh, well, they're number three on the worst list. Number two, circus peanuts.
0: Yeah, that's gross.
1: That's like the marshmallow th- marshmallow meets, uh, like, packing peanuts.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no.
1: And then number one on the list, and this is where I have an issue. Candy corn? Candy corn.
0: B.S. I love candy corn. So do
1: I. And I like the candy corn pumpkins, and I like oh, the- Oh, the marshmallow pumpkins, so good. No, not the marshmallow ones, the candy corn ones. I know, ones. but
0: they're called marshmallow pumpkins.
1: They are? yeah. I think they're two different things. No,
0: they're not. Cause I buy them for my best friend, Jenna, every year because she loves them. And I even love, this is really weird. I love candy corn. I love candy corn, even though it gives you like kind of hurts your mouth after you eat too too much of it. Yeah. Um, But to me, it's so good.
1: I have such an issue with candy corn being at number one on this list. I almost don't even want to acknowledge the 10 best. Cause to me, the list is fraudulent. The list what, what, is rigged. The Russians are involved. And things are terrible. What right are now. your
0: um? What are your favorite candies?
1: Um, mine. Most of mine are on the ten best. Uh, number ten, a Hershey bar. Okay. That's easy. I mean, simple. You can't go wrong. A little, especially the little bite sized ones. Yeah. No love. problem. Uh, number nine, Skittles. You I know, love Skittles. Take it or leave it.
0: I love Skittles, but I will say, I don't know who made the decision that green apple was better than lime flavor for the green Skittles, but I do not agree with that. Lime all the way.
1: Uh, I thought, isn't the rumor that all Skittles are the same? They're not. Are you sure?
0: My taste buds say that they're not.
1: So if you were blindfolded. I could do it. Really? Well, break that down. Yeah. Give me a pen.
0: I could totally do it. The
1: Skittles taste. I feel like I did this on the radio somewhere. You did. And did, were we able to tell or no?
0: Um, you did that. You were, people were trying to tell the difference between like tropical and original and like the, whatever, like the different, you know, how there's different colored bags. There's like a purple bag. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you think a traditional bag of Skittles, if you were blindfolded, you would know the difference between a red and a purple and a green. Yes. And a yellow. Yes. Okay. Um, and orange and orange. Okay. So we'll do that. Skittles, Skittles taste test. We'll do that next week. Uh, sour patch kids are number eight.
0: I don't really love, I don't love sour candy. So that's but, out for me.
1: Butterfingers, number seven.
0: I like Butterfinger, but it's kind of a pain.
1: Nerds are number six. Nope. Not a fan. Uh, M&M's number five. I'm disappointed in two things that I can bring up now. One, that the Hershey bar is on the list, but the Nestle Crunch bar is not.
0: I do love a good Crunch bar. I know I know what you're going to say for the second one, maybe. Peanut, Twix.
1: peanut no, peanut M&M's peanut and So there's two things that are close, but not on. Uh, Number four is Kit Kat, which you already said. Number three, Twix. Number two, Snickers, which to me is kind of interchangeable with the Milky Way. No, it's not. It's
0: totally different consistency. Really? Yeah, totally different because there's a lot more peanuts and Snickers. Snickers is my mom's favorite. Um, Milky Way is like a lot smoother.
1: Mm, Okay. Uh, And then Reese's peanut butter cups are number one. So there. those are your candies. Uh, we'll do the Skittles blindfolded taste I test. I get
0: really excited talking about candy. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you why.
1: Too. You're very fired up. I am. Very, very fired up. All right. Uh, tis a Friday, which means...
3: Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the
0: end of the
1: year.
3: Yeah. Okay, that's
0: a little more enthusiastic than last week.
1: Our goal is 15,956 listeners in one day by the end of the year, in one 24-hour period uh, by the end of the year. Last year, we were at 9,622. Callie just desperately wants to get to 10,000. She feels like 10,000 is a tipping point.
0: It is a tipping point, and I feel like, well, yeah. It's a tipping point.
1: Well, regardless of what it says in there, because honest to gosh, I, honest to gosh, where does that come from? I don't know. Okay. Golly gee, well, it (laughs) hurts. That Uh, was weird. I printed out the, I ran the report Mm -hmm. and then I printed it without looking at the screen. And then I pulled it off the printer and folded it up and put it in that piece of paper, in that envelope. So I don't know what it is, but I'm going to say this. I don't care.
0: I don't care either. And
1: the reason I don't care is because of the audio that I'm going to play for us right after the Double the Upside Okay,
0: and he did put it in an official envelope for me this week, so I'm not fake opening an envelope anymore. I'm actually opening an
1: envelope. And I actually did that. I mean, I know you like the envelope, but I also did it because I was um, nervous that I would accidentally look at it.
0: Is this a real number?
1: It's printed out right from the thing.
0: Okay. So, our number is do we have a drum roll or something? Oh, we do. We sure do. 10,014. Booyah! <laughs> yes. So, we're over to that. And it's fun. I still think this is like a weird way for us to be measuring this, but it's the way that we, Jeff started to tell you about it. So now I feel like we have to stick with the daily thing, but it's weird because there's no one in podcasting that measures by the day.
1: I know, but listen. Like our
0: advertisers measure by the week. Our ad company does like we were given a number, like our, by some big fancy podcast person that was like, make sure you hit a hundred thousand a week or what, you know, whatever.
1: But here's the thing. Here's what uh, by the way, high five for getting over 10,000. All right. Here's the thing, because I understand what you're saying about the way it's measured. And I, I appreciate everybody saying that we need to um, find a different way to measure because they listen at different times and all this stuff, which I appreciate that. But hear me out. This is just a sample period of time. The 24 hour window is a sample. So, got it. I realize that people might listen later and they might listen at different times or whatever, but all of the numbers should be going up.
0: Right. So what Jeff is saying is like, you're not working against us. If you go to the beach for a week and don't listen or whatever. Like, and it is funny. I think we've given the wrong impression about all of this because I have on a daily basis messages come in saying, I'm so sorry. I couldn't listen for two days. I'm like, you guys, it's okay. It's okay. Like, we just want you to listen whenever you can, whenever you feel like listening to the show. And in theory, if we're spreading the word, like double the upside, I mean,
1: Every sh- number should every be increasing. number should be
0: trending up. So right.
1: Yeah. So so when they were kind of flat or trending down, then that was concerning. But the fact that they're all like the fact that it's going up, like it just leads me to believe that everything's going up. Yeah. Right? Yep. We're good. So it's just an average period of time. And the reason that I don't care what the number is this week, truly do not care because of this voicemail that I'm about to play. If, Go for it. Earlier this week, I uh, opened up my Instagram and just for people to tell secrets, like, "Hey, what are you struggling with? What are you challenged with? What's going on? Tell me your secret." And uh, it w- it got really interesting this week. But one that came in was was from a mom whose son had outgrown his basketball shoes, and she had not yet told him that she couldn't afford basketball shoes. Mm -hmm. which means he wouldn't be able to play ball this season. Mm -hmm. And she was crushed, hurt her heart, right? And so I responded with, hey, you know what? I'll send me your Venmo and I'll send you some money and you can get some basketball shoes. Like just being nice. And then a bunch of people who saw my response Found my Venmo and they sent me money. Mm-hmm. So I just, every time somebody would send me money, every couple of hours, I would send her another 50 bucks, another 75 bucks. At one point, she's like, oh my gosh, now I can get shoes for my other son. Then she then she's like, I can't believe this. Now I can get them both shorts. And like, at the end of the day, we were fully able to outfit two young men in their basketball gear, mm-hmm. right? And she left us this message So every single person who was along for that journey, whether or not you were able to contribute financially or you just sent her some good energy, this message is for you.
3: This is the basketball mom. I'm going to try to get through this without crying, but thank you so much for the kindness that was shown to me and my sons. They both got basketball shoes and my one son slept in his shoes. He was so excited to receive that gift from y'all. Thank you again. You made my day and you made our family extremely happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for y'all. And I love the podcast. It's such an uplifting part of my day. Thank you.
1: Boom. That's awesome. And listen, here's what's, this is what's. Sleeping
0: in your favorite new shape. That is so, I love that.
1: This is what's so amazing. And this is why the double the upside number doesn't matter. Because the community that has formed around this this philosophy mm-hmm. that, that has gathered underneath this, this Callie and Jeff umbrella that we've put up, mm-hmm. it did that, did that those shoes, $5 at a time, $10 at a time, and it only took a couple dozen people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, th- their world is changed because of the community that came together to help them out. So, so as long as that community exists, I gotta be honest with you. I don't care how big or small it is. As long as we're doing stuff like that,
0: I'm going to be a broken record again and say that, you know, I mean the, like we've talked about financial stuff on there. We've talked about propensity, We've talked about this mom and her kid, but honestly, <laughs> if you have not joined the Facebook group yet, facebook.com slash group slash Callie and Jeff. Um, it is so encouraging to see people every single day get on there and number 1 have the courage and the bravery enough to admit to 12,000 people they don't know to say, "Hey, I'm really struggling with this or I don't know, like I saw someone this week, it really touched me, say, I am a new stepmom and I just would love tips from other people who co-parent on, you know, how to handle the stepmom thing, like I'm new to this and and I want some tips." And watching people write to this woman and just say, hey, here's my experience, and it's so wonderful, and we're proud of you, it's just, it's the coolest thing ever, and I honestly thought that we were going to have to police it a little harder, Um, but we haven't had to because people are just so nice to each other, and I just, I'm so proud, I'm so proud of it every single day, and... Yeah.
1: And something that we're going to do with the Facebook group um because and this is a suggestion from somebody in in the Upside community is I want to put on our our website a form that you can fill out anonymously if that you have a question for the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you're that mom who's new to being a stepmom but Your husband's ex-wife is in that group. Well, you
0: can always email T-Bird.
1: That's what it's going to do is you fill out the whole thing and then it'll go directly to T-Bird. And like maybe every day she could just put an anonymous post up and go, hey, here's somebody who's in the group who doesn't want to be known.
0: And I think um, if you, you know, we're, it'll take us a while. When we say we're going to do something on the website, it'll take a minute. So if you want to, in the meantime, email T-Bird, feel free to. It's T-Bird, all one word. At CallieandJeff.com. All
1: right. We have been breaking down the power of silence when it comes to dealing with people in your life all week. And our last chapter is today, and we're shining the spotlight on the self preservationist. Oh, uh, this is the. Part- I have to make
0: that noise because this is something that I'm currently experiencing and it's driving me nuts. And it is taking every single ounce of energy I have to be silent because I am someone that like when I see I'm a fixer, like I like to fix. So if I see a problem or I know something's going on, I'm like, okay, let's attack this. Let's move on. And that's just the way I am by nature. Um, The self-preservationist, here's the reality, right? Okay. So without going into too much detail, I have been made aware at least once a week for probably two months that there is someone saying negative, nasty things about me. And I keep, it's like every time I turn around, somebody else is like, Hey, you know what this person's saying about you? Hey, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard it. Um, All I want to do is go around and defend myself and just say, no, 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 but this, this, or message the person and say, hey, can you just keep my name out of your mouth for like five seconds? That would be great. Thanks, bye. And that's really what I want to say. I'm not going to, because here's the thing about-
1: And I think it's important, you might be, sorry to interrupt, but it's important to note that you believe the person is doing this because the only way to make them look Healthy is to make other people look unhealthy. Right. And this is a
0: pattern of I can't shine unless other people don't kind of thing, or I am not the best without, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's something about saving, saving yourself and not wanting to like admit your role and thing. I, I, I don't know what it is, but
1: you know what this person should be called Kate Winslet because there was room on the door for Jack, but Mm, she, she just let him drown. She saved herself. She didn't want to risk getting some cold water up on that door. And let- well,
0: we call Rose. I don't think Kay Winslet has that, ha- had anything to do with that. But yeah, you know, uh, right. She, okay. It's Rose thing. Yeah. Um. So that's hard for. It's hard for me to not fix that. But the reality is, and if you're in a situation where you're like, but I want to fix it, or I want to not even like make it better, but like I want to put it into it, or I want to take control of it, or whatever. The self-preservationist, you're not going to win with that person. And when I said to Jeff, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to text this person and say, please stop talking about me. I hear it every five seconds. I don't talk about you. It's really old. Let's move on. Um, Jeff was like, Callie, you are not going to win. They're never going to see it the way you see it. Like you're wasting your time.
1: And they will find a way to use that against you if they need to preserve themselves even more. Like- she knows that what I'm saying is true and she doesn't want me to say it. Here's proof. And then share like a text message or whatever. Like you just need to acknowledge that you don't get, sometimes, most of the time, you don't get a hand in editing the story that someone else is writing in their you brain. John, don't. It drives me nuts. Even though you're a lead character in it. Yes. You don't get a voice in how they write you. Yes. And write your character's journey. So sometimes oh, you just have to be okay with letting that person script do it they're however they're. Do, and then it'll it. eventually
0: yeah. fizzle out and they'll move on. And I, okay, two things. One, I hate that because I love being in control. So it is so <laughs> right? hard for me to not. Text and create a thing. And number two, I know I'm going to get a message saying, "Well, you talked about it on your podcast." And here's the thing: the podcast is about real life. So, and and people have messaged me too all the time, like, "Do you think your neighbor's listening?" I honestly don't. Um, and and I don't think the people that don't like me are listening, taking the time to listen to our podcast. So, no, I don't think they're hearing it. And this podcast is about real life, so it's not about. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't well, want to get and- the message of, "Well, you're using your podcast to like." take down someone else or you are responding because you're on your podcast talking about it. This is just real life. And I am struggling so hard with it right now. And it fit really well into our reminder to be silent. So it's really Jeff's reminder to me that it's, it's going to be better by me, not
1: well, yes. Addressing
0: it it with the person that that wants to save themselves all the time,
1: and it's a, and it's a it's and it's support or comfort in the in knowing that other people are going through it. Like if if Callie telling her story, like it can I could have easily told that story because I know there are people that I used to work with who are telling a, a great story about me, right? But you know what I mean? That's completely not true. People who knew me just for months who want to tell stories about how, you know who don't even know me, right? I don't get to control what they want, what narrative they want to have about whatever. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't get to control that. So it it could be about you or me or anybody. Mm-hmm. Just know that if you're going through it, you're not alone. And as challenging as it is sometimes, the silence is often the best answer.
0: Yeah. Yep. So I know I'm like so scared that I'm gonna get this message of, but you're talking about it on your podcast. Um, but the 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 day we stop talking about our lives on the podcast is the day we don't have a podcast. Right. So it's something that is like front of my mind right now. Another thing that's front of my mind, um, if I'm just being totally honest, and Jeff has never noticed this, cause he sits with his back to our front um yard. Yeah. Every, the past couple of times we've recorded, there has been we have a fence. Okay. And there has been a chipmunk sitting on the corner of the fence, like hanging out. He's right there now. He was there yesterday. Do you see him? No, I got to stand up. He's on the, on the corner. We have this like wooden fence, right? Right. And he's perched on the corner and he's not like watching us. He's kind of watching over our front yard, but I see him when we record now and he just hangs out and he, I only ever see him. I don't see him here when we're eating dinner. I only see him when we're recording. I'm like, maybe we need to change our mascot from weaponized hamster to some sort of chipmunk. Or maybe it's taunting Lily. I don't know.
1: I like the way I think that isn't he th- cute though. Yeah, that chipmunk has the same vibe as Sadie.
0: He totally does.
1: Back turned to us, just looking in the other direction. <laughs> yes. It's our number one fan. Uh hey, thank you so much to Skillshare for partnering with the Upside this week. We appreciate having you on board and being uh one of our supporters. If you have not done this yet, go to skillshare.com/slash upside. And expand your brain. Seriously, thousands of classes that you can take. Um, Callie made a great point yesterday when she said that they're sorted by time. So if you've only got 20 minutes, You can take a 20-minute class. If you've got an hour, you can take an hour class. There's workshops that are days long. Uh, But uh, go to Skillshare.com slash Upside. Get two months free and see what in there could benefit you. Uh, They've got um, marketing classes. They've got graphic design classes. They've got classes about programming and coding that I don't understand. Uh, They've got classes about fine art something will uh, appeal to your brain. So skillshare.com slash upside. um, And that is when you ask how you can support us, support our advertisers. We appreciate it. Thank you.
0: We will be out and about in Atlanta this weekend. Um, If you are in Atlanta and out and about as well, we're going to be going, well, No, we're not going to be going to Choctoberfest, but Williamson Brothers has upside koozies. Are they taking stickers, too, or just koozies? Yeah,
1: they'll have koozies and stickers, and uh, if you are going to Choctoberfest in Marietta Square, you can go by the Williamson Brothers booth, and while they last, get an upside koozie and some stickers.
0: I love that. And we're going to be at the Big Green Egg event at Stone Mountain. My dad is going to be so jealous.
1: Well, last year... I couldn't go. The year before that, he couldn't go.
0: My dad and Jeff are obsessed, like obsessed with their big green eggs. Like they talk about it. 90% of the time they're together. (laughs) They went to the big green egg store together. My dad took the Dr. Brisket class, like big green egg, I guess Uh like teaches classes. And my dad signed up and went to one of those. And my dad is out of town this weekend and Jeff has tickets for us to go. And he is going to be so jealous.
1: This event sells out every year. So, uh, it's out of stone mountain park. So if you're going to the big green egg event, um, And you see Callie or I there, we'll hook you up with a koozie. And we'll probably, if the weather's nice, which it looks like it's supposed to be beautiful this weekend, we'll probably hang out for a little while at Stone Mountain Park and walk around too. So if you see us hit us up for a koozie we'll have
0: free stuff. And then we'll probably go by pride, right?
1: Yes. Festival food at Piedmont park, uh, and, uh, the best parade in all of Atlanta. So if you see us at pride, hit us up for a koozie there as well.
0: Jeff really likes the idea of festival food. And what makes me laugh about Jeff and festival food is that he never eats it. Like he always talks about it as a main attraction. Like he took me to a festival in New York or, or a fair in New York and he was like, Oh my gosh, the food, it's so crazy. It's so this, so that, and then you, you didn't even get any food.
1: Well, the problem is you get the first thing and it usually destroys your inside so much that you can't really dive into something else. They
0: have like some weird stuff. Like, um,
1: oh, like what you, did you, they
0: have at the New York one that we went like fried Oreos? Right? Oh, That's deep, not that weird.
1: Deep fried Oreos, deep fried. Um, they'll deep fry anything. Deep fried Twiki, Twinkies. Ew.
0: Yeah. Ew. Twinkies are crazy.
1: So uh so yeah, anything. So anyways, if you see us out and about this weekend, we'd love to hook you up with a koozie. Um, also, if you are organizing an upside meetup type event, uh send an email to T Bird, Bird at callie and and let her know. And once everything's official, she'll send you some koozies and stuff for your meetup.
0: And we might be traveling to some meetups. I don't know. We're We're like, I know we're we're like Atlanta, 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 because that's just like where it's obvious. It's where we live. It's where we live and it's easy. Um, but we will be like going to I don't know, we're gonna try to work it out. We don't know details yet, but I know a couple of you emailed T Bird and we're like, we wanna have a meetup here and here and here. And Jeff's like, I'll go there.
1: I'm on it. I'm a road tripper now. I am a road tripper now. Hey, if you have a grandma, be careful. Because one of our friends got burned. Grandmas, one of our friends' grandmas, almost got burned by a scam artist. Uh, Who scams a grandma?
0: I have... Well, a lot of people, apparently. And I have heard of scams before, but this one, I... This one was next level. Like most of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's not a prince from, you know, Timbuktu right. who inha- is going to inherit $2 million and give you a million of it if you give him $10,000. Like it's right. like we know those scams where we're like, okay, grandma, like don't open your email. Um, but this one really freaked me out when I saw it.
1: And um, like I said, grandma scams are the the worst of the worst. Like you should go to the worst jail in the worst foreign country for the rest of your life if you do this. Yes. Uh, so our friend got a phone call from his mom saying, are you okay? Because grandma just got a weird call. And he says, yeah, I'm f- totally fine. I'm at work, whatever. And she's like, okay, because grandma got a call from a man who said he was you and that you had been in an accident and that you needed $9,000 wired to you. And don't tell me, don't tell mom, because I would be mad. And well,
0: and he was like in a position where he had, um, Like he had caused the accident or something. So somebody calls and is like, hey, grandma, I was just in an accident. I need your help. I'm in jail. I need $9,000 to get out. No,
1: it wasn't jail, was it? Yeah, it was was
0: because it was like it was an accident, but he wound up like in jail or whatever. And he was like, talk to my attorney. I have to go. My time is up or something like that. And then another person gets on the phone and is like, yeah, I'm here at the jail. Your grandson's here. He caused an accident. We need $9,000. And this woman. And
1: she said, and she called, and she goes, well, that didn't sound like my grandson. And, and the con artist said, well, he got hurt. His mouth got hurt in the accident.
0: And um, luckily, this woman is really smart and was like, my grandson does not call me grandma. He calls me Grammy. And that was how she picked up that it was a scam because she's like, he doesn't call me that. He calls me Grammy every time. And this person said, hey, grandma.
1: So she called her daughter who called her Her grandson, her son, and said, uh, hey, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, totally fine. So they obviously didn't send the money. But what, who, what, that is a grandma.
0: That is.
1: We had a friend a few years ago and I have never seen a human being so mad. But our friend's grandma got taken for like 80000 It was more
0: than that. It was, by the time it was said and done, it was like six figures. Like they had to take their, the son had to take his mom to court, I think, to basically say, I need to take over her finances because she kept sending large amounts of money to this scam artist that like convinced her that he was in love with her. And
1: they, I mean, took like took the bulk of her retirement or whatever she had yeah. to live out the rest of her years. Like, come on. This is a grandma. So anyways, be careful. I, I don't know if this is a thing that's becoming a big thing or if it's a common thing or whatever, but just give your grandmas a heads up to, and just remind them, call them and say, hey, I love you. But also, if you get a call from somebody needing money, it's probably not me. Do not send it.
0: We have been sent the same video probably like 300 times in the past couple of days.
1: And I love it more every time I see it.
0: And it's so awesome. And um, it's from Alyssa360style on Instagram. And Jeff, do you want to talk about it? I don't care why. Why? Oh, cuz you've seen it more than I have. I saw it like for 5 seconds.
1: Oh, I've w- I've watched it every single time. It is a young man who is By the way,
0: young man, let's add that to your vocabulary with supermarket that we need to like work on fixing cuz young man makes you sound like my grandma.
1: Well, how else do you describe him? A kid. Well, a kid, but I mean, he's a when you hear his words, this is a young man. <laughs> he is 3 years old and his mom taught him affirmations on his second birthday. And the other day, they were walking to the school bus, and out of nowhere, he just started saying the affirmation from a year ago. And he marches the whole way to the school bus stop saying this
0: I I am smart,
3: I am blessed, I can do anything.
2: I can do
1: anything. That kid is 3 years old.
0: He might be doing better with the affirmations that we are.
1: He, that's true. He's just he's marching wherever he goes saying his affirmation in his head. We only reference ours when we see it in the mirror.
0: Yeah. What's your affirmation again? I am confident in what I create.
1: I love love my new affirmation. What is it? Mine is everything is always working out for me. Oh yeah. Because it's a reminder that wherever you are at what and whatever you're in dealing with is exactly what is supposed to be happening to mm-hmm. you in order to lead you to whatever's next, right? Yep. So, I truly believe that that everything is always working out for me. That affirmation has lowered my stress level. Really? Yeah. Cause I don't even look at, I used to, you you know this, I used to check our numbers, our show numbers Mm -hmm. like three times a day. I had three different points in the day where I would look at our show numbers Yeah, and it would cause me stress Mm -hmm. every time. Now, whether we go up or whether we go down, I am so confident in this thing that we have created and that people are participating in that it doesn't matter from a day-to-day or even a week-to-week basis because we have something really special and everybody loves being a part of it and I think it's going to be really big and I think everything is always working out for me.
0: You know what's funny about the numbers too is we sit here and we have these conversations about numbers what we're doing like we've been podcasting for like two months.
1: (laughs) Uh <laughs> August 8th, September, 8th, October. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. You know two, what I mean? So two like, months and a couple days. Right. Yeah. So
0: like I it's funny. I was driving the other day, and you know when you have these kind of light bulb moments of like, oh yeah. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do to like get our numbers up and get whatever? And I was trying to think of things, and then I was like, Callie, slow down. Right, yes. Like, you guys have been podcasting for two months amazing things are happening with the people and the group and the community and like all of this stuff, like chill
1: out. And if you're listening to this right now, I want to say something to you. I truly believe that that right now, if you are a part of this community, you are in the, in the next couple of years going to be able to say, I was part of the group that started that. Like, I really think that we are going to make a significant impact on the mood of this country. Like, I know that's a bold statement, but I believe this group that has started right here, us, and and the people who bought into the podcast at the beginning, and the people who signed up for the Facebook group at the beginning, if you're a part of this in 2019, remember this time because in 2020, I think I mean I just think it's gonna be huge.
0: You know what's um interesting ne- is that I had a friend. I feel like there's a lot of anticipation leading up to 2020. Okay. At least for me, I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's because it's the first year of like something totally new for us. Like, it's a
1: new decade.
0: And it's a new decade, maybe that's it. And one of my friends, and we're actually gonna have her on the podcast at some point, I don't know when. She has been through a lot in the past couple years and she said something to me kind of casually that was like, you know, 20 I really see 2020 as the year of clarity. Yes, 2020 like, what do you vision. Mean? She goes, I don't think it's a it's a um coincidence that 20 vision is 2020. Like I think 2020 is going to be a huge year of clarity and I was
1: like, oh, I love that. Yes. I
0: love that. Totally agree. So we'll have to get her on to talk more about that because I think it was really,
1: really cool. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't want to do our thing.
3: Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year.
1: Yeah, that's still on. Like, we're still going to do that. Right. But uh, I just, the, the phrase, everything is always working out for me, is um, his alleviated stress related to it.
0: Yeah, good. Uh,
1: so yeah. So anyways, um, thank you for being a part of the beginning phases of this. And I do want to say that this affirmation, this everything is always working out for me. Mm-hmm. The person who gave this to me is the person that I talked about a few episodes ago and is looking for the investment mm-hmm. to create a product because Oprah is thinking about making it one of her favorite things. Yes. But this person needs to have a certain amount of inventory before she can get approved for that. Yeah. And I'm going to follow up with her over the weekend and get an update for, for Monday because that will change a person's life. Oh,
0: my gosh. I can't even. I just wish that we had the cash. Like I would give that person that cash in five seconds if we had it.
1: Uh, but we don't, uh, but she, we don't. but she may whomp, have, whomp. she may have already gotten it. Like I know she was exploring some different avenues or whatever, yeah. but I just think that would be an, an amazing journey to follow along with. And oh my
0: gosh, so amazing.
1: And that's her original mantra. So regardless of how it goes, she believes that everything is always working out for her. If she gets it, she was meant to get it. If she doesn't get it, it's meant to be that way too. Yep. Yep.
0: Thank you for listening to the Upside podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of the Upside.
1: I got influenced by me? Uh, nope oh. by by our friend Brooke Ryan. Who,
0: oh, this is the best influence ever, Brooke Ryan. Thank you.
1: She posted uh, the other day um, a, a, a recipe or and she didn't post the recipe. She posted her making bread that she found on online, a recipe online that was really simple. And I saw it and thought, I could do that. I've never baked a loaf of bread. So I Googled the recipe, <laughs> went to the store, I bought the ingredients and tonight Callie and I ate half a loaf of bread
0: we did literally half the loaf because he only cut up half the loaf and smartly put the other half away and then i was like hey did we just eat that whole thing he's like no i only got half of it and then i'm like oh good and then five seconds later i'm like wait a minute that still means That's we still ate a loaf of bread
1: half a loaf of bread
0: i well this is your life now as a house a house husband is making your wife bread and you
1: know all these. No, good things. making bread is my life is like a frontier woman.
0: It really is. You you've now crossed over to <laughs> frontier times. I did think for some reason, and I don't know why, that you were making monkey bread, and I, I was
2: really
1: excited about that. I've heard of monkey bread, but I've uh, I don't know. I don't think I know what it is. I think
0: it. I think if I'm remembering it correctly, it's like bread, but there's like cinnamon butter. Like it's like a pull apart deliciously cinnamony buttery thing
1: if you got a monkey bread recipe get it to me
3: Jeff Dollar will make it
1: this frontier woman is ready to bake
3: hey Callie and Jeff this is Amy from Noonan Georgia and today I'm grateful for phone calls with my boyfriend but hey Jeff I had a thought about today's episode about the the second dramatic reading of the recipe, which I absolutely love. It put me on a train of thought where I have old family recipes, and when you're trying to make old family recipes, they don't always include every single step of direction because, you know, they just always have done it that way. Well, I'll never forget I was making rice pudding for a big family event, and I used my stepmom's old family recipe, but it never said to... Cook the rice first. So I served rice pudding that had uncooked rice because it wasn't on the handwritten recipe card. He didn't tell me to cook the rice first. So it just put me off on a tangent. The dramatic readings are awesome. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Natalie from Lawrenceville. I just wanted to comment on the pup date. Your neighbors should really switch their brains to the upside if that's even possible. I had neighbors with a barking dog, and I was honestly grateful because he barked at everyone coming up my driveway. So, hello, free alarm system and theft deterrent. Anyway, <laughs> keep up the great work. Love your podcast. Love your Insta stories, Instagram, everything.
2: Hey, this is Tracy from Woodspots. I didn't do beach Body, but I used to bodybuild. So when I would do shows, we had to count macros and put everything that went into my mouth into like a MyFitnessPal and we would go out to dinner and I would bring Tupperware. So I had my tilapia and my spinach and my asparagus. And then after the show, because I would literally only eat chicken and asparagus or tilapia and asparagus, I would majorly rebound and gain a ton of weight. And it really messed with my metabolism and it messed with my head. I refuse to now, which I know I need to in order to lose weight because I don't bodybuild anymore, to count, you know, calories and macros that I'm eating. But I refuse to do it because I did it for three years and I swore to myself I would never do it again. So um, I totally get what you're talking about. It doesn't have to be beach body. It can be something as easy as like competing and going to the gym. So thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys listening, and I love your show. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Kristen from Stockbridge. Something weird that stresses me out is ordering at a drive-thru. Not sure why, but it gives me such anxiety. Anyways, love the show. Love you guys.
3: Uh, this is Sydney from Villarica, Georgia, and I'm calling about things that oddly things, odd things that stress us out. My husband's nose whistling stresses me out to no end, and I don't know why. It could be just because, like, his nose is dry, which sounds kind of gross, or if it's whatever it is. Anytime his nose makes noise, like, it drives
2: me crazy. Anyways, I love you guys. I love what you're doing. Keep up the great work. Don't worry. Be happy. Okay. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Kristen from Stockbridge. Something weird that stresses me out is ordering at a drive-through. Not sure why, but it gives me such anxiety. Anyways, love the show. Love you guys. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye.